your pals with part three of their popular show called Geekstars. And welcome to episode 153, part three of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. Oh, it's 152. I'm sorry. 152, part three of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, time traveling Sean. We went to the future. It is now next week, and we are breaking down 153. And this week, we find out same thing we found out last week. It's time for their news. <laughs> You've got to go back to the future. What happens? Is everything okay? Your kids, they become assholes. You guys fuck up the show. Murder and mayhem. You started World War Three. What happened? What happened, Doc? There was a comment that caused a pandemonium. Really, Doc? What was it? I can't tell it. It's more like, what happened, Doc? What happened, Doc? Gee, Doc, what happened? Oh man! <laughs> Sometimes I hit my own my own lows in this show. Can't <laughs> hey, believe I just did that. <laughs> did a Parkinson's joke? Yes. The best part about it was more visual than anything else. And <laughs> was trying to do the whole shaky voice, <laughs> shaky voice. Oh, I don't know what's going on. I'm just shaking. Oh, is it cold in here? No, oh. it's like a Parkinson's. <laughs> <sighs> more like talking like this like this is going to be a new level of hell just oh, I just gave myself a headache <laughs> show that shaking <laughs> shake 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 your grooving shake your grooving anyway uh, hi welcome to the program where we give you nothing but high class entertainment <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> and this week, Ed brings you he, I call him the Walter Cronkite of news <laughs> That's the first time I've heard that <laughs> You are the Walter Cronkite of Geeksters You bring us the latest in news and From around the globe <laughs> Ed puts on his bow tie and his glasses And he sits there in front of the microphone and gives us the latest news. It's the voice you can trust, America and the globe. Bye, hi, I'm Ed. <laughs> and this is Geeks' news. Today, people died. And then today, we go to Disneyland. Die, goofy. <laughs> Uh, that was horrible. <laughs> I know, it sounds nothing like you. <laughs> it's more like this. We talk Disney movies. We talk uh, Disney Park. What they're going to do to that. And then we're going to talk about... What inspired George R. Binks? <laughs> <laughs> and it's from Disney. Big surprise. Back to you. <laughs> I'm just sitting here in shock. It's like, what just happened? I think, hey, you've been listening to Geeksters, the home of Ed's Nervous Breakdown. <laughs> Tune in next week where we hear, hear actually him pull his hair out. <laughs> I'm going to pull it out of my ass. <laughs> Sean, Eric, got the cheese. Sean, Eric, got the cheese. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's the news. <laughs> you know, we talk lots of stuff. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I can't get into too much detail because you just got to listen to the program and find out what it is. Yeah. So, uh We'll see all you fine people at the end. Ciao. You're listening to Geeks Just Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio.com. Just search Aquanet Radio on his apps. All right, well, let's get on with the news, Ed. What do you got this week? Well, I got some sad news. You know, there's been death in the families, you know, and Robin's not the one that passed away. Who? Yvonne Craig. Oh, that's right. Batgirl has passed away this, this week. and uh, 70, She's 70 years old, and she died of breast cancer, unfortunately. Um, you know, so she will be missed. 
Um, you know, she did play a lot more than just Batgirl, you know. Uh, you know what? It's weird. I was watching um, on WB Classics. Mm-hmm. They actually had like a trailer for when they did like a bunch of Man from Uncle episodes and put them in the films. Yeah. She was actually in one of them. Yes. You know? And I was like, oh, look at her. They're in a bikini. She's like, it looks like she was with the, the love interest. All right. Yeah, she was in comedies like Gidget, The Many Loves with Dobie Gillis, My Three Sons, and My Favorite Martian. And then her drama resume is a $6 million man. Oh, wow. Uh, Mannix, Mod Squad, Perry Mason, 77 Sunset Stripped, and many more. But, uh, yeah, she was, was a lot of, you know. And she's also the Green Alien, the most fam- probably the most famous one that you would see in commercials for Star Trek. She, oh, really? She was the Green Slave Girl. Oh. Wow. That's where you, that's where you know Kirk was a freak. That's right. <laughs> that's exactly it. That was a it's all. Pink inside. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't matter. Once you go green, you never go back. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> Once you go green, you can't get your penis clean. Oh, I did not know uh, she was the green bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slave girl, please. All right, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> it's the show that man whore that Kirk was. <laughs> I'm going to lay every girl I see. Doesn't matter what planet she's on. <laughs> I will quell the situation with my kung fu moves and my forceful kissing. <laughs> Prime directive, Schmine directive. <laughs> Kirk needs to get his groove on. Set phasers on. Yeah, well, she will be. And also, accomplished ballerina. Yes. You know, I read that in the article, too. Yes, yes. Which explains those awesome kicks that she would do in Batgirl. Mm. I was like, yeah. 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 She'll be missed. Yeah. She had her own theme song, apparently, in the the 66 Batman. Well, remember when I brought the Blu-ray box set over? She had her own pilot. Yeah, that's right. You know? Batgirl. I don't (laughs) know. Pretty close. (laughs) (laughs) Who's the girl that loves purple? Batgirl, who's the girl that rides a motorcycle? Batgirl. All right, stop. (laughs) (laughs) That's not in it. Who can fight crime and look all pretty? Batgirl. We're talking about Batgirl. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Von Craig, one of my first crushes. Yep. I had a lot of her crushes. If you're a bigger fan, if you're a There's fan, a long of the show, list, a long show. list of of first crushes. Um, Josie and the Pussycats, right up there. Uh, Batgirl, Kelly Bundy, um, Jacqueline Smith on yeah, Charlie's Woman. Angels, Wonder Woman. Yeah, Daisy Duke. <laughs> yeah, Heather Thomas from Fall Guy. In the 70s and 80s, your pants were just down all the time. That's it. <laughs> Rubbing them out. <laughs> he just stopped wearing pants altogether. Yep, pretty much. Same time. Yep. Uh, uh, <sighs> I pulled my way through puberties with those ladies. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what else you got there, Ed? You know what stops vengeance? What is that? My pants. <laughs> a, to- a Toyota Camry. A Toyota Camry? Yes, unfortunately, That's... Batman has passed away. Uh, oh, that's right. Lenny Robinson, who played Batman, basically, he bought his own suit. He made a custom-made Batmobile. Uh, out of a Lamborghini. Lamborghini, yes. But they called it. he called it his Batmobile. Yeah. And he would visit children in the hospital <coughs> and would do it. He didn't really want to be in the spotlight too much. He, you know, he, he there was a video that went viral, and, of course, the news media picked up on it and just you know ran with it. But he didn't really want to be interviewed too much about it because he just wanted to, you know, out of his own money, he would spend yeah. buy comic. Uh, not comic. He was books, known uh, as the Baltimore books. Batmobile. Yes. Batmo- Baltimore Batman. Yes. He actually uh, he sold his cleaning company just to fund that. Yeah. Because yes. he did it once on a whim with I think it was his brother or something. They went as Batman and Robin, and the kids were going crazy. He's like, "No, I got to yeah. do this all the time." Right. So he would he would constantly do it, and 
that's what he was doing, you know, keeping, you know, keeping with that tradition, keep doing it over and over again. Fortunately, his Batmobile broke down on the highway and he went out to go check it and it her Camry hit him. Hit him? Yes. Jeez. And he died on the scene. Could you imagine? Okay, first of all. You killed Batman, you dick. Pretty much. I mean, the idea that there you are driving around. Not only do you inadvertently, in an accident, kill a pedestrian. But when you see that cape fly over your windshield. And then you look behind you and you realize that you just killed Batman. You you have to become you have to become a super villain. You have to become a super villain at that point. (laughs) You have to be known as the Toyota Terror. (laughs) Bane sitting there going, "That's what it took." I mean, really? Like all I went about this all wrong. Standing over, going, "I guess that didn't protect you from my Toyota." What? (laughs) Like I, it's horrible. But at that point, I'd be just like, "I killed Batman. I am now the Toyota Terror." Can you imagine are you calling somebody on the phone because you're all shooken up? Yeah. I killed Batman. Well, what's <laughs> happened? I, I, I killed I, Batman. I, I hit a man dressed as Batman. First of all, I hit a guy dressed as Batman. Right away, 911's going, stop fucking with me, kid. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you know, click. Sure, sure. I, I'm, I want you to call Superman. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, was Wonder Woman there? Maybe you can <laughs> give her mouth to mouth. Yeah, okay, whatever. You know? <laughs> I, it, pictures it doesn't prove it you know like, <laughs> and then to show up and then to like you know see like it's got to be mortifying because now right away if that news reaches the kids in the hospital oh, they're gonna fucking flip out yes you know i did know that there is a follow-up to the story where there was another guy who does the same thing and he and he, he went to the hospital to yeah. continue on because he wanted you know, yeah you gotta let didn't... you gotta let the legend live yes you know, you can't let you know, it's that it's the the mythos of Batman doing that to continue on. You can't just go. Sorry, Batman's kids, not Batman, coming. But Batman I, got run over. Yeah, Sorry, but I kids. got his cousin Shaky Man. You know, <laughs> it's like, oi, hello, kids. It's I got me. Squirrel Man for you. It's me. I'm here. I'm Batman. You're not Batman. Batman doesn't talk that way. What do you mean? Oi. <laughs> Look How at do me. you think I got all this money? Oh, look at me. I'm the Bruce Wayne. Stein. Hey, <laughs> 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 come see my law firm. <laughs> oh, it's gotta come be to home. my deli. Yeah. I'll make a sandwich for you. you sit down, get something good, something good to eat. We'll convince. It'll be fun. <laughs> you notch, I talk. Good times. And you'll be healed in no time. I prefer you. I prefer the healing pallor of laughter. <laughs> <laughs> Two Jews walk into a bar. We own it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I ever tell you about the time. No. How do you get a Jewish girl to eat a banana? It's a visual joke, so I can't do it here. <laughs> how did the, you know how the Grand Canyon started? A Jewish man dropped a penny in the end hole. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you one thing, we stay clear of the showers. Hey, <laughs> <sighs> what else you got? Speaking of Wonder Woman, <laughs> Wonder Woman officiates her first gay wedding. Aww. Aww. Okay, and this Wonder Woman is actually it's in a comic book. Oh, it yeah, the that doesn't, uh... <laughs> doesn't count. <laughs> I didn't know she had the ability to do that. <laughs> well, apparently there's a new comic book coming out. It's called Sensation Comics featuring Wonder <laughs> Woman. Well, actually, it's been out, but it's, this is going to be Chapter 48. In this installment, she's going to officiate over a wedding of a, of a gay couple because she believes in gay rights. I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I, apparently, like, the, that seems to be okay, fine. But I'm saying, like, does she have, like, the ability? Like, I never knew, like, okay, she can... Is she, is she actually an, an officiant who can do yeah. it, or did, is did, she... Part of the Church of the Flying did, Spaghetti did she, Monster. Did she she's get a that? That's the saying. She's, a she's an Amazonian princess. They were saying in, Thamer, in, in one Thamerserian, the queen would officiate over weddings because it was all 
a female race, you know, right? That you know they would assume that there would be well, yeah, I mean, lesbian marriage there. I'm not questioning the lesbian part. That obviously He's makes sense. He's questioning the legality. I'm like, did she take an online seminar? Like, <laughs> how also, much does she cost? It doesn't say in this <laughs> like, article how deep they went into it. You know, like, you me. see Wonder Woman at a computer <laughs> online <laughs> filling out a we form, go, tapping a pencil on her chin while she's reading and studying <laughs> with the, you know music in the background. It's a montage. <laughs> Of her four issues leading up to it of her going into the county office to fill out paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, do you take you? Do you? Do you? Hey, it's me. Hey, my phone. I must have. Oh my god, Toyota pickup have a pencil energy while she's reading and studying at Windows Music in. That's what Google's looking for. Let's see, <laughs> let's see what it finds. Does it find anything? Uh, no. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> So that issue is coming out August 20th. So if you're interested in reading about her officiating over the gay wedding, that would be it. Yeah, all right. I will pick it up. All right. What else? Let's move on to Disney. D23. Those bastards! <laughs> D- D23 obviously happened last weekend. Right. We were talking about it a little bit last week. And you said you were going to give us some follow-ups. That's right. So we got more information. I have more information for you. There is so much information, actually, that came out of this year's D23. It's phenomenal. And then some of it was just about playing cards, stuff that you'd be kind of interested in. Chachi stuff you'd be interested in, but I'm not going to report that. Just go look it up. Uh, They said these are the big six biggest announcements that happened at the D23. Uh, Number one is the jungle. You're you're going from one down and not from down up? That's not... Uh, oh, it doesn't oh, yeah. matter? It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Coming in at number six. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll do it from six to one then. <laughs> number six. After dark at Disney Animal Kingdom. Basically, Animal Kingdom, if you've never been there, when the sun goes down, basically the park closes. They don't have any overhead right. lights because they don't want to scare the animals. Right. That's, no, no, no. that's the way it is at a lot of zoos. Like, yeah. Billy right. zoos that way, too. So now that they've they've figured out a way to kind of separate the animals from that area and have more lights, so when the attractions are still going on, they can extend their park hours. Do they put the sleep masks on the animals? No. Is that how they do it? And they put everybody in those Silence of the Lamb masks, so there's the night vision for Disney after dark. Mm, yeah. Get to see the lines getting it on. Mm, never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Never gonna turn around and desert you. <laughs> Mood music. <laughs> can't just get rolled the audience. Can't get enough of your love, baby. <laughs> you know they turn on the Barry White. They dim the lights, light the candles. You know everything's all sexified. <laughs> Look at the monkeys getting it on. Baka waka. You know, see comes it comes out in lipstick. You know, she's lipsticking her butt <laughs> so she can present herself. The peacocks are all hard and ready. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Disney after dark. See what happens when Scar and Mufasa are alone. <laughs> A bug's life, the poor in parody. <laughs> all right what we have to get out of the building <laughs> yeah. what no, was that, that beeping was, that was my alarm to remember to take my medicine oh okay, okay. and <laughs> also the building's on fire all right so what else you got there uh number five a new land opening at disney's animal kingdom is pandora the new avid world of avatar oh okay so you're going to see the world finally oh yeah they've been talking about this one for years huh Disney After Dark, we call it Pandora's Box. (laughs) Come inside to see all the naughtiness. See what happens when a blue person bangs a plant. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just waiting. Just waiting for you to finish. I'm on something else. Disney After Dark. No blue balls here in the land of Pandora. Always getting it on in techno color. God knows we can't have much of a black light here. Things would glow. Well, okay, what else you got? What's number four? Number four is Soaring Around the World. 
basically I'm sore around the world. (laughs) (laughs) I've been digging it in the ass all weekend long. I'm sore around the world. Not that kind of sore. You no. mean soaring? Yeah, soaring. Oh, okay. Like you're flying around the world? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. There's a ride in Epcot. I was but... actually wondering what he said. <laughs> My mistake. I heard, no, I heard soar too. That's why I'm like, wait, what? It's called soaring is what the name of this ride is. And basically, they put you in a, like in the half dome, that the, but the dome is instead of being on the top, it's on the side. So they put you up and you feel like you're on a kite flying around different areas and they're going to do different round areas around the world now it used to be just united states only now it's going to be worldwide oh taking this ride worldwide yeah all right all right what else you got number three we've talked about last week disney announces of course star wars land that's number three on the list that is number three Jeez, that... say, these, these, it's not like areas of boards that would have been number one but no it's... casey case i'm coming at you live and the number three on the charts is disneyland goes star wars Take a ride on the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> of course, later this year, the Star Tours ride is going to have episode seven uh, moments of flying in spaceships. Okay. So you're going to get to see that right away. Of course, plans for the actual Star Wars land doesn't start until 2017. So right, right, right. Two years before that actually starts before we get to yeah, see the park. Well, they probably already, probably already have the idea. So it should be within a year or two before it actually, by 2020, I think it'll be up and running. Oh, I think, I think before, before the last movie is out, we'll see Star Wars land. Or as the last movie is coming in theaters yeah. now, opening up now, come to Star Wars land. Exactly. It's a world of rebellion, a world of hope. <laughs> Ewoks just standing there. It's a small, small world. <laughs> Number two is that they announced Toy Story Land. <laughs> okay. Yes. Nothing? No, you know what? Again, because in my head, I know they just tore down Toontown, slapped some paint on it, and made it Toy Story Land. <laughs> is there going to be that great scene where it's like it becomes a Schindler's toy box where they're all in a, on a, in a pit and they're getting ready to be put in fire? It's going to be an adventurous <laughs> outdoors of Andy's backyard at Disneyland Hollywood Studios. Why is it going to be Andy's? By Toy Story 3, they're already gone. <laughs> Apparently they want to go with the original. Keep up. With- we're going back. We're going back to the original. Yes, it's Andy and and the and the. Well, that's but that's see that's everybody remembers because if you go to not anymore but it used to be, you could say to any Toy Story character, Andy's coming, and they would fall like they would pretend they were toys and fall yeah. to the ground, which was really neat. But after a while, all the everyone's do, starting to do it. Yeah, yeah they found out that everybody's as yelling. Soon, it, as soon know? as somebody get up, like Andy's coming. <laughs> I really hope my insurance is paid off because my knees are killing me. <laughs> like, Andy's coming! <laughs> they get it back up. Andy's like, coming back the down again. They, they're halfway up. Andy's just left. <laughs> <laughs> you sons of bitches! <laughs> Stop saying that, you dicks! <laughs> All of a sudden, you see what he called the dog with the slinky starts strangling kids. <laughs> He's got four of them. You see what he called T Rex finally snapping and eating the kids. Ah! You know? That's it, Jurassic World, motherfucker. Yeah, uh, yeah. all right. I mean, look, it's their property. They can do whatever they want to it. All right. All right. What else you got? And the number one is Jungle Navigation Company Limited. Skipper Canteen is coming. It's basically a restaurant for the Jungle Cruise. So if every some there is some fans of the Jungle Cruise. I love it every time I go. Uh, you know what? It's it's one of those. Hey, I got, I'm I'm tired. I own a restroom in it. Let's go on the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> you get to sit down. You get water splashed in your face. You get these you know animatics or animatronics of they tell hippos. Bad, they constantly tell bad jokes to drivers. Right. Like that's a requirement. Yeah. And they carry the shotgun. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Yeah. So they're going to make a, a restaurant based on that. So you're going to see a. Oh, so it's kind of like, uh, what do you call it, that Amazon restaurant? Exactly. <laughs> Where you walk in and you feel like you're in the rain- Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, yep. Yeah, exactly right. it. So, yeah, so that is that is the six big announcements that came out of Disney. Of course, though, the one thing they didn't talk about was the movies. That's our next article. There's... <laughs> <laughs> what timing? Yeah, wow, what a segue, eh? Yeah. So these are, the, <clears throat> these are the films in the next two years that Disney is going to release. Okay, so next two years. Yes. I'm going to say, okay, we already know uh, three of them. Episode 7, Rogue One, and Episode 8. 
Yes. <laughs> and then what's after that? Okay. Well, of course, like you said, Star Wars was the first one they, they jumped on. Uh, they Colin Trevorrow announced to direct episode nine. Okay, so he's that he's, was supposed to be, I think, Josh Trank's role. Role, right? And then the moment they someone saw a rough cut of Fantastic Four, they went and his behavior yeah. <laughs> and his behavior behind the scenes, they went, who? <laughs> We're gonna trust that guy with our shit? We're trying to dig out of that Jar Jar Binks incident. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so that comes out um, that he's doing uh, episode eight. Yes, nine, nine, nine. nine yes. Doing episode nine? Yes, I forget who does eight, but uh, that, okay, that's, right. that was the big announcement. Uh, okay, so he's, he's he's wrapping it all up, right? Uh, of course, you know, Rogue One and episode eight and seven are coming out, and that's as far as they got in terms of Star Wars. They didn't want to go into because it was but, supposed to be a solo movie for Obi Wan Kenobi, right? They're and talking Yoda about a and young Han Solo, right? So it's all that's all in talks. They're not they're not into uh, getting that. I, I was yet. where was I? I I was at work and somebody thought it was a stupid idea to go to do Rogue One. It's like you're doing these new movies with like the the extended cast, the legacy cast, I guess they're mm. being called. And then to do movies from the past. Wouldn't that screw up a timeline? And I'm just looking at this guy going, How fucking stupid are you? <laughs> like it's not it's not like young young Luke Skywalker, we know that story. This is you're gonna get side people. Like, you know, here's maybe Rogue One's about Wedge and Tilly's. You, well, actually, I know what Rogue One's about. Do you want to Yes, know? please tell me. Okay, yes. yes. It's actually about the Death Star plans that got stolen. Oh, okay. And Can we finally get to see what a Bothan looks like? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and basically, the Empire decides to hire these bounty hunters to track down the, the plans. And that's like the whole point. Oh, and they okay. end up, they end up, the end of the movie is basically going to be. Well, Princess yeah. Leia has the plans. We got to go get her, and that's kind of how Episode Four starts. So that's how. Oh, it... okay. So if you wanted to put them in order, you would put Rogue One before Episode Four. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. I got that. Yeah, they're going to have a digital Princess Leia getting the, the plans. Well, or... I was saying there's not going to be really much of the original cast in there. Right. You'll probably I... see them flying off to her her Carillion ship. Right. And that'll be exactly. You know, fades to you know does the the fish eyes close, and you're like. Oh, that links for this movie in four. Oh, yeah. all right. And they're gonna have they're gonna have, of course, your standard bounty hunters. Boba Fett's gonna be in it. Uh, sure. IG eighty eight, Bosk, you know, and yeah. so on. But they're also Cad Bane from the Clone Wars is actually going to be in this movie yeah. as well. So it's gonna be an interesting film. I'm, I'm interested to see how they're gonna. Uh, are, are they gonna get the uh, voice actor from Clone Wars for Cad? Or they have not said. Okay. I mean, that, that's as, that's as far as we've gotten. That's the information we got from them. You know, of course, everybody's still wondering what's going to happen in seven. So that's what you got to, you know. Yeah, you got to, yeah. All right. What else you got? Uh, For Disney Animation, they're going to do Zootopia, uh, which it's a kind of a zoo, like a dinosaur kind of film. I don't know exactly what it is. It doesn't give (laughs) much information. Zootopia, I'm going to play a very happy zoo or or a very dismal zoo. Because I don't know, dystopian, utopian, it could go either way. George Orwellian Zootopia, where you know it's it's a big giant giraffe looking around, going, "I'm watching you, I'm watching all of you." Yeah, they're they're saying Shakara's joining the cast to do the soundtrack for it. Who? Shakara? I don't know. That's what that's what oh, it Sha- says. Oh, Shakira. Shakira. Sorry. <laughs> you know her you hips. Say- her hips don't lie, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You don't, know who, you don't know who Shakira no. is? Wow, your pulse in the, on pop culture is really out of your ass. <laughs> Same. All right. <laughs> All right. And uh, Gigantic is going to be about Jack and the Beanstalk. And, gigantic? Uh, yeah, it's, it's called Gigantic. <laughs> Why do they make it so easily to do, do the porn parody with those titles? <laughs> <laughs> gigantic, the triple X porn parody. They just stopped trying gigantic. to yeah. avoid it. Yeah. They're like, whatever. They're, they're going to turn it into a porn title. Just whatever. <laughs> See this big, giant green guy coming and going, Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> and it's just three girls laying in bed. <laughs> Sprouts his little midget friend that bangs all the chicks before he does. <laughs> like Jolly Green John doesn't get sloppy seconds. No, no. But, you know, he, we, call it, we call it Sprout goes in to make sure they're all clean. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> ho, no ho, diseases ho. here. You're all clean, big guy. Head on in. 
And next thing you know, Kirk's going, whoa, whoa, whoa. These bitches are mine. <laughs> if they're green, they're mine. <laughs> then there's Monona, which is a basically The Rock's going to be in it. The Rock? Yes. He's okay, I'll to, see it. Yes. I don't, it could be Rock reading a phone book. Like, it'll make it somewhat entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a regular movie. Now, Pixar, of course, Tour Story 4 is coming out. <laughs> Coco is titled of studio film developed about Mexican Day of the Dead customs. Oh, oh! I guess they really liked the way how much the Book of Life uh, worked out for Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then, of course, Finding Dory, Ed O'Neill is actually going to be one of the voice I know. The thing, so that's going to be interesting. Oh, God. Meet the T-Rexes from The Good Dinosaur. So you're going to see you know, dinosaurs there. Oh. Meet the T-Rexes. And then- I, ha- I have nipples. Can you milk me? <laughs> I have short arms. Can I reach that top shelf? What are you talking about? And of course, the popularity of, of Inside Out, they're going to have a short. Outside in? No, it's called oh, Riley's First Date. Oh, okay. So it's going to be a short coming out probably before one of the movies. So that's Where it. are you going? Subway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you can meet me here in Subway. Here, try a boom pop. (laughs) The worst first date ever. And of course, Marvel, they didn't really give you too much. Doctor Strange, Captain America, Civil War. You know, so that's pretty much it for them. Black Panther. Did they mention Black Panther? Oh, yes, and Black Panther. Yeah, they revealed that actually there's going to be an image. If you look at the the films, there's going to be an image of Black Panther's. Yeah, if you look at one of the trailers that they they showed, you saw Black Panther kind of flashing by. Yeah. If you pause it just right on the grainy bootleg, (laughs) you could see it. Now, for Disney live action, the Jungle Book, they're going to redo. I'm actually kind of interested in seeing this. All right. John Favreau's directing. Yes. All right. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Lando Broom is confirmed to be back in the in the. Oh, role, yeah, and, so. and again, I only I'm I'm like uh, with a heavy heart. I'm like, all right, they're making another. And the only reason why they're making a Pirates Five is because they were going to cancel the Lone Ranger, and Johnny Depp made the deal with like, if you finish off doing the Lone Ranger, I will do another Pirates. Mm-hmm. You know, to kind of even everything out, and that's how they're like. That's how they're like. Okay, we got that. Sure. Yeah. They're, they're going to do Alice Through the Looking Glass is another sequel to Alice Wonderland. Yes. All right. Uh, with, Johnny, with Johnny Depp again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they showed first footage from Peach Dragon. So they're going to remake Peach Dragon oh, from yeah. the 70s. Oh, yeah. Peach Dragon. Yes. That's zip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Pete. This, this is my dragon. <laughs> Dragging these nuts across that face. <laughs> Porn companies should hire you just to come up with the titles. <laughs> so that's the movies that they're coming out for the next two years. All right. So. Well, good for them. Wait, Incredibles 2 didn't make the uh, two-year list? Uh, well, I have another I have another uh, article about Disney Uh for films and no it did not make the list it did not make you sons of bitches I'll, I'll give you release dates here on some of these so uh, the good dinosaur is november 25th 2015 uh, of course the force awakens is december 18th uh, zootopia is march of 2016 jumble book will be april of 2016 finding dory is going to be uh, june of 2016 so they're doing like one a month yeah well somewhat <laughs> toy story 4 is 2017 june and Pirates of the Caribbean is July of 2017. So that's right. dates for those. You'll probably see um, Incredibles 2 probably l- Christmas 2017 or 2018. Yeah. Or a summer release. Well, it's it, probably beyond the two-year mark. That's probably why. I mean, they're just talking about two years. Because the, be... the average – I mean, I have always thought that the average to make one of those Pixar films is about three to five years. So when they announce something, they're either already halfway done production or they're getting ready to start production. You know, yeah, because like Finding Dory, I heard it. She made that announcement over a year ago. You know that they were doing Finding Dory, and then so now if it comes out next year, it'll be about three years. Yeah. So all right. I mean, it's it's really tough to say because I mean, like the the whole planes <clears throat> debacle. I mean, they made two of them within, <laughs> within a year of each other, and you're like, really? Like, why couldn't they make Incredibles two? At because that they were probably either, making yeah. both movies at the same time because they figure you know with the popularity of cars, we'll do planes, and then. There's a plain sequel. 
Yeah, and people are going, no. Even that's Planes is one movie I don't even own. And I love <laughs> Pixar stuff. I saw Planes. I did see Planes. I saw both of them. The first one is just better in every way. Absolutely uh, every way. But in, the, but in the grand scheme of Pixar movies, how does I, that fall? I put it somewhere down, like, under A Bug's Life. See, I like Bugs Life. I like, yeah, I like yeah. Bugs, yeah. What, like, I Bugs Life's low on my list, though. Okay, I would put it down under that. All right. Okay. Well, so then it's 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 worse than your worst movie. Yeah. All right. Well, no, I wouldn't say it's worse than my worst movie because Bugs Life isn't at the worst. I'd say it's like down by like the bottom two thirds. Okay. All right. What else you got there, Ed? Uh, well, we were talking about movie theaters earlier. Yes. You know, and the whole thing. They're they're going to start checking bags at Regal Things. That's why I don't go to those yeah. fuckers. <laughs> I don't think I've been to Regal in a while. I think the last time we went was when I was in Phoenix. And even then, like, because uh, a friend of mine posted this about on her Facebook, and I was like, do what I did. Put the false bottom in. Like, if you're trying to, if you're, if the issue for you is trying to sneak in candy, right? Put the false bottom in your purse. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that what they, what they, the idea of the actually bag checking is for weapons. Right. Yeah, obviously. You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. not the, it's not the, you bringing in fake jujubes? <laughs> That's it. You know what? We got that whole jail cell down underneath that. We're taking them. Yo, yo, yo. We got Mike and Ike's. You know, we don't sell Mike and Ike's in this place. You're going to the hole. You know, it's no, it's it's definitely a weapons check. <laughs> I, I, that would make sense. Of course, they, of course, they said they don't know. They don't really know the the whole thing about this because this is not a ongoing project. This is going to be like a six month period that they're going to do this. They're going to check to see how how people react to exactly. A lot of people were kind of supporting it in a way because they're you know they're wondering, but they're like they're they're not checking people, so they're not like frisking people that are yeah. questionable, like because they don't want to. They they're minimum wage employees and are not going to go. Right. You kind of look shady. Let me frisk you yeah. for a weapon. You know, on your yeah. person. Because if I, honestly, if I'm walking into a theater and somebody's like, "I need to pat you down," I'm going to be like, "No, you're not." Like I I get it when I when I go to clubs and stuff because a, a lot of the clubs that I go to they're patting you down more for drugs than for weapons. You know, but you got this. I, we got some better stuff in the back. Yeah, dude, what do you think we do with that residue from the snow caps? <laughs> Snort it. <laughs> but for you know, if I'm just going to movies, like no, I don't want to be frisked to go into a movie theater. And the, the thing, like you said, if they're only checking purses, you could very easily hide stuff other ways. But see, like Sean's trench coat and his hoagie. Yeah, I mean, what was a biker jacket? But I, but still, if <laughs> I'm thing. if I'm gonna carry a gun into the place, let's say, I'm not carrying a duffel bag. It's gonna be concealed in the like the back of my jacket in my or, or something. in my waistband. So if they're just checking bags, it's kind of like it defeats the purpose. It kind of does because if I know going in, they're just checking my bag. I'm gonna have my 38 strapped to my ankle because yeah. they're not patting me down, you know, or I'll have you know like. My pepper spray slide up my arm or something. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's the Regal Cinema. I, I happen to only go to AMCs because that just happens to be the ones in my area. I don't know yeah. if there's really that many Regals around here. I think well, there's one in, in the county line, county line, and there's also there is one. Not anymore. Not anymore. That no, one in County gone. Line. And, and really, it's gone. Wow. I think the ones that are that are around here are further out <clears> in the <throat> suburbs and stuff. Three oh nine. I think it was. Remember that we saw the uh, Iron Man three. We had to go yeah. far out. That was a regal. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was on uh, 611 and County Line. No, no. We went out. No, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. No, you're right. 611. Right. But that was a regal. Okay. That was a regal, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the Orleans and the Chamonix and... I'm sorry, not the Orleans. And the Chamonix <laughs> and Frank uh, Willow Grove and Philadelphia Mills. Yeah. They're all AMCs. Yeah. You know, so... You know, all right. I just did a quick Google. Um... Yeah, all the all the uh, uh, regals are out in the the burbs. There's Warrington, so, Plymouth Meeting. Okay. Um, yeah, all the ones inside a, are AMC or United Artists. I, I kind of have a problem with this thing then, because if you're not going to effectively do the um, search in a target area of crime or where those violent incidences happen, it kind of defeats the purpose. Uh, you know. Suburbia is not going to be the type of guy that's going to be, sh- you know, shooting up a place. It usually seems to be more like a, a closer inner city. 
Yeah, but the like, thing, I don't know. Yeah, like, but that's the thing. Like, like our our systems AMCs pretty much around the right. area, and then Regals are farther out. But like in other cities, it might yeah, be right, right, might yeah. be the that's reverse the where Regals are especially more considering <laughs> where the shootings. Because I think the last one was Mississippi. It's all Midwest or, so yeah. far. The the one Not was down south. Yeah, the one was down south, and then one was you know the other one was out in Colorado. But there's been another one too. There was the oh, train. There was. there was the train wreck one. There was another one. Um, oh, that's right. I forgot about that one. You know, uh, there was also, I think, uh, NWA, uh, straight out of Compton. They were, they were worried. I don't know if there was any violence at all at that one. But there was, uh, obviously, Colorado, Trainwreck, and Mad Max. Mm. The Mad Max one and the Trainwreck. Oh, no. I knew about Trainwreck. I didn't know about Mad Max. Yeah. There was, you know, that the guy came in and pepper sprayed a bunch of people and, and, and you know, was swinging an axe, you know, which, again... Uh, how do you get an axe to a place? You yeah. know, like, you know, the guys. And how, like, do you, how do you avoid that? Because if you're only checking bags. Right, exactly. You know, an axe, you can get like a little one. I can <laughs> yeah. very easily shove that down the back of my pants. Exactly. And nobody's going to be. So I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. But then it go. Then again, like if, if you had somebody frisking you and they were like a mall cop, like how seriously would you take it? I, I, as serious as if I go into a concert and that guy behind that yellow shirt isn't an, uh, he's, he's a hired security guy he's not really a prof- I, I know a guy who does that security he's he's not a cop he's not he's he's a guy who's hired by a company to stand there in that yellow shirt to pat people down and yeah, not, but not even always yeah. that like i mean i've gotten um i have a friend who runs security at a, at a local concert venue and for a while i was looking for a second job and uh another friend who works for him was like why don't you just call him up he will give you a job and i'm like because i'm not trained to do security like I can look in a bag, but I don't know what the fuck I'm looking for. Like, I could tell you if there's a gun. Right, but that... But I can't always tell you, like, you know, if I don't see, you know, say we're looking for drugs or something, I may not know the difference, like... Yeah, I may not know the difference through Molly and Viagra. Like, you know, it's just... I can at least tell Viagra. You know? But that's about it. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. So, you know, we'll just find out. Yeah, we'll find out. One more. (laughs) <laughs> All right, you tell me to do the hand signals, and you want to call it time to do it. <laughs> You're like, dude, what you do is just give me hand signals when you know we're getting close to the end of the show because I'm not paying attention to time. <laughs> Ed, one more. All right, here we go. Here we go. This is the one. All right. All right. <laughs> you okay over there? Yeah. Ed, Ed, Ed we made he almost, nervous. He almost <laughs> made knocked his nervous. water over. As as we were saying earlier about uh, Disney and uh, Star Wars, uh, George Lucas. Jar Jar Binks was inspired by a classic Disney character. Goofy. Really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for uh-huh. Thanks, uh-huh. jerk. Uh-huh. Misa, so stupid. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Golly, Mickey. Uh-huh. I'm going to run the Senate. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. All right, so what's he got? To, is is that is that basically him just saying, you know? Well, he was he, he said that he was he always loved Disney. Disney was like fa- he was always fascinated with Disney and how they did things. And- I'm even more fascinated to give me four billion dollars for my franchise. But all right, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so anything I say is gonna be Disney related because I'm still sucking that dick. <laughs> well, apparently, this was during the D23 Expo that he actually admitted this. Right, because they wheeled him up going, hey, remember this guy? Let's hear him say something nice. <laughs> no, I really like that Jar Jar Binks. You know, he was he was portrayed as a goofy. He, he said he, 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 was, he really loved that character. He thought that was a, a great inspiration for Goofy and, you know, and getting that character. So that's, that's why. Setting that bar real high there, George. <laughs> <laughs> and Thanks, George. He, he just loved the whole, like, he, you know, he says, you know, they, 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 they know that, like, you know, there's lighthearted jokes in Star Wars, but it's not a physical comedy kind of movie. Right. When he brought Jar Jar in, he thought it'd be great to have some kind of, like, fizzle goofiness, you know, in it with those physical. Later, he admitted that the Ewoks, because he's a big fan of Chippendale. <laughs> <laughs> never know. <laughs> oh, Chip, what the pride, mo- shall we overthrow our government? Yes, Dad, I believe we shall. <laughs> he, he, he went as far as to say that on the Star Wars DVD, Return of the Jedi, there's an Easter egg of the Gungan, you know, Jar Jar screaming, we're free. Really? Yes. I was like, I got to... Wait, wait, is this, this has got to be one of those bullshit remastered things. <laughs> Probably. Because there's no way in 1983 that motherfucker decided to do no, that. No, no, no. When it came out on DVD. It didn't come out on DVD in 83. 93? Well, no. Return of the Jedi? Yes. All right. The DVDs came out like a few years ago on DVD. 
Okay, well, I'm thinking Laserdisc and yeah. stuff like that. So, all yeah, right. No, no, Even still, <laughs> that's when the the that's when episode one was already out. You, this, this was the remastered, remastered, remastered edition, <laughs> where I had two minutes more of Gungans jacking off into a pool, <laughs> <laughs> saying we're free as we come. So where was this spot at in the movie? It's Did at you... the end. Is it? After they blow up Death Star. So there's a Gungan on Endor? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, no, on Naboo. They yeah, do, you know, they updated oh, all the planets. They're all oh, celebrating. Okay. Oh, all right. All right. I gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That's an Easter egg? That, that's what he said. He is really trying hard to sell that Jar Jar Binks <laughs> as a vile. Like, I, and everyone hates this guy. And I'm, I, I will go to my grave trying to make sure people understand the nuances of Jar Jar Binks. <sighs> I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Uh... We're okay not knowing the nuances. Thank you very much. I'm okay with just letting Jar Jar Binks die as, as you know, along with midichlorians. Yeah. You know, just let it, just. What Sean said. Just let it go fade off into the distance. Let it just be a, a footnote in the story of Star Wars. You know, like you're, you're now jumping into the new trilogy with new stories that seem to take place prior, just prior to episode four. Leave it alone. <laughs> like, just let it go. Like, it's okay to admit that what you wanted to do didn't work. You know, it, it's kind of like still trying to shove 10 pounds of shit it's, in a five-pound bag. I mean, I don't know. It's a it's an ego thing. It's really what it comes sure down to. Sure it is. And, that, that's, and that's the thing. I mean, like, like for, for, for somebody to admit that they did something wrong is vir- almost virtually impossible. Like, it really you know, sounds like he's just trying to say, like, oh, hey, no, really, if you understood what my vision was, you would like him. Right. And, I, and, and, and it's like, look, just accept the fact that, like, five people in the world like Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, and and, I, and, 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 Lou, I'm, at, and I'm at best being one of them. <laughs> let us all just move on with our lives. Michael Jackson hated that motherfucker. <laughs> I, I I just I don't know. It's like you know what, George? You got four billion dollars for this franchise. You don't ever have to talk about it again. Like you know, will Disney pulled him out of you know not I'm like. Brought him in because he got, like, this legendary award, you know, kind of yeah. like... And rightly so. I am never say that Lucas was a visionary. He, he w- was not a visionary. He was. He brought... If it wasn't for him, there'd be no real modern science fiction today. Mm. Because science fiction was still that media of, oh, aliens, eek! It was all, like, you know, set to be in schlocky horror movies in, you know, prior to... 1977, mm-hmm. where somebody took a, ser- a, a semi-serious approach to it, used the used those old serials to kind of give those classic scenes. You know, you, again, you you see the influences, the Flash Gordons, the the the, the Seven Samurai movie. You mm-hmm. know, you can see where all that is, and he took a serious approach. And wasn't for him, Star Trek never would have been reborn. Mm-hmm. You know, and then there wouldn't have been Blade Runner. There wouldn't have been Alien because no one would have been taking the sci-fi genre seriously. There would be no Battlestar Galactica. There would be no Space 1999. Yeah. You know, like all those, all those from 77 forward, any science fiction that's come out has got to do with the idea that saying, hey, you know what? Star Wars helped rebrand the science fiction genre. Mm-hmm. You know, so I kind of like he'll always be like he'll always be that guy. If there was a Mount Rushmore of science fiction people, his head should be on it. Yeah. Easily. But after that, it's okay to kind of go, you know what? We'll forgive you for Jar Jar. Just don't mention it. Like <laughs> like look, we we'll we'll, we'll, we'll forgive it's you. It's like Mean Girls. Stop trying to make Jar Jar work. Yeah, it, it's you know, the Midichlorians. Okay, you know what? JJ Abrams said we're not mentioning that and everyone's like, "Thank God." Because you know what? We're willing to kind of go all right, you know what? It's not perfect, but all right. If you if you want it to be that way, we'll let it go and we'll never mention it again. Mm. You know, and I, I think that you know, like wheel him out and go. No, I really like Jar 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 Binks was based off of Goofy. I don't know if Goofy was a big property from Disney anyway. Like it's if it wasn't Mickey or I mean, like, he's part of the he's part of the landscape. Yeah, but I you know I mean if you think Disney characters, I think Pluto has more popularity. 
I don't think so. You really? No, nah, because I mean, like, there's a lot more. Like, I went like. <laughs> well, you uh, you go to Disney every year. Yeah, I go so. to Disney every year. But the thing is, is like when I remember growing up as a kid, I enjoyed the goofy cartoons the most. Oh, yeah, what? I I, I, was, I wasn't a Mickey fan at all. Yeah. You know, I, I was definitely Bugs Bunny, Warner Brothers cartoons, and there was there was two camps. Yeah, but I was saying like 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 watching his cartoons, it was always funny because he was like he, he was it was Jar Jar basically <laughs> like, like, back then. You know, it was, now that I think about it, he was kind of like Jar Jar. It was because he was like you know they would, like teach you how to ski and like he would like do all the stuff <laughs> and the guy would the announcer would give you like all the pointers like what to do right and he would screw it up like you know it was like an automatic like you know it would not look like what the guy was describing at all right and you'd laugh at it and, and it was like there was constant like film of him doing that and they were the ones that made me laugh the most because this okay. is like you know like how to play golf and you'd watch him and he'd try and swing and he hit his head against the club because he would swing it around too much right you know stuff like that it was just like it was it was it was stupid physical comedy that was funny to me right. like pluto was like he was always chasing chip and dale yeah. or or, or, a, or a, a seal or you know like right. kind of thing. and it was a typical dog and they're like yeah that's cute for like five minutes once uh, you know like kind of thing. I, I was always i my out of out of the disney camp chip and dow were always my favorite because i liked the to me it was the classic abner costello laro and hardy well it's the thing though but like chip was, and dale you could put anywhere like you, you could, could. Him, you could have put against donald you could have put him against pluto yeah you could have been scoovy or, or so on you know all the characters and they would work well with any of them like to me they were the typical vaudevillian act yeah because they they could fit perfectly in the warner brothers cartoon like it, you know. Like if you had a cross camp, if there was like that whole like crossover, yeah, I would rather see Chip and Dale go against Daffy Duck and uh, Porky Pig. Yeah, like you know, you see the the classic four way match of the them trying to outdo each other. I, I could definitely see that. But out of the all the other characters, it was like Mickey never did it any, never did anything for me. Goofy, same thing. I just I, there wasn't anything, you know. Donald, I'd like, but again, probably because of his surliness. Like as a kid, maybe I, re- I I I loved more the angry, half naked duck than I did the childish mouse. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. You know, I, I like I said, I, I was I was definitely a, a a Warner Brothers Bugs Bunny guy. Everybody has an opinion. And yours doesn't matter. That's right. None of it matters. <laughs> That's why we come here every Saturday, Sunday night to give opinions that don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see. We wrap it up. All right. Wrap it up, mother. Leapers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you've been listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. And don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Or follow us on Instagram at Geeksters Radio. And while you're at it, if you want to hear the podcast version of these episodes, of this episode, of this Show episode show. Oh, I don't know. We take these. We take these hours. Break it down to bite sized bites. And Ed and I usually try to throw a little bonus material in when we do the intros and outros. So you can click on the about button on our Facebook page to find out where you can get your own copy, or go to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. Or now you can go to Google, go download your favorite podcast app, and search for us there, and we'll be there for you. And if you want to contact Ed. On anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact them at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Erica, you can contact her at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Sean, you can contact him at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's it, folks. We'll see you next week. Bye! And we're back, folks. How you doing? Hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> um, you said you wanted to add Well, I wanted something. to add something. You know, I did see something on Saturday night that, uh, you know, kind of intrigued me a lot so i wanted to, to share it with the, the audience oh you know, okay kind of i saw this documentary on on morton downey jr now people who don't know who morton downey jr is he had a talk show from 85 to 87 and he was probably it was just two years it was two years that's it wow and i was gonna google him so kind of give it like a wikipedia page but all right <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, it's it's well, he's one of those talk show hosts that were like, uh, in a way, uh, like a Glenn Beck, or uh, I can't think of the other guy who's really big. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, not Bill hmm. O'Reilly, but uh, uh, everybody calls him an idiot now, like the big fat idiot. Uh, he, he had a show on actually on like midnight for a while. He does a lot of talk radio uh, uh, type of thing, but I, I can't think of his name right now. People are probably <laughs> screaming his name that know who he is. But that's the kind of guy he was. He was, 
he would get people on the show and tell them how like wrong they were or, or you know get their opinion and then give his opinion on it and uh yes and the movie's called endeavor the the morton downey jr movie um not endeavor i'm oh, sorry evocator evocator sorry <laughs> yeah, 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 i actually looked up when you were before you came in just uh-huh. so i get the title right and i, I still screwed it up great <laughs> that's all right it's a, the, it's on netflix actually it's 90 minutes and it's getting like four like almost like Three and a quarter, three and three quarter stars, actually, almost four stars. Um, I mean, in that two year span that he was on, I mean, he was like the most, one of the most popular people on television because he was for the working man. I mean, he would, he would bring people on and, you know, about policies and, and, and different laws that were happening in our country and talk about it, have an open discussion about it. And of course, he would be really vocal about. We have. What's wrong about it? The uh, title is a factor in the Morton Downey Jr. movie. And it says, Rude, crude, and polarizing Morton Downey Jr. was the profane le- right-wing Prince of Talk show host during his brief heyday in the late 80s. Yes. Yeah. So he was, it, it was, it, But the thing is, it showed more than just that show. It talked about his life and how interesting his life was. I mean, there were so many interesting facts about him that just... <laughs> Morton Downey Jr. lives such interesting lives. <laughs> He's such an interesting person. But it, it was. I mean, it was truly was. He was one of those guys that, you know, he was around when the Kennedys were around in the 60s. He helped take a tent Kennedy to be a senator, you know, to get him elected. Too big can help him get a driver's license. <laughs> what? Oh, that's right. I made a Kennedy joke. <laughs> but it was one of those type of things. That, like, you know, he, was, he always wanted to be a, a, a songwriter and, and, and a singer. You know, his dad was a singer, uh, Morton Downey Sr., and uh, they considered him one of the first recording artists back in the 30s. You know, okay. when recording artists were like starting out, like people actually recording music and selling it. So for that to whoop, get, get the message, it's actually more like a phone call. Yeah. But uh, uh. I'm going to say, uh, keep going. Okay. Keep going. So, I mean, he, his life was, was fascinating. I mean, he, he was, he was, he was a, a brush with a lot of fame, you know, kind of thing that we weren't aware of. I mean, the uh, type of thing. When we saw him on the scene, he came out in 85. He was on like a Saturday night show, you know, type of thing. And people watched him. And people would actually cook, drive all night just to go to a show to be a part of the live tapings of these shows just to see him. And it was just, he was, he was just a fascinating man. I mean, you know, you might like him, you might hate him. But his story is just interesting to watch. I mean, right. something you want to, you know, think. I just wanted to bring that up is because, like I said. Well, I, I don't think Erica or Joe would know who Morton Downey Jr. was other yeah. than, like, the, the end of his career kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I remember, I'm like, you know, like for, for people in their early to mid-40s, and if you were a product of the eighties, like we were, mm-hmm. um, it definitely he was definitely a staple. Like it was really weird. Like it, yeah, it was. It was like I remember him so so vividly in my teenage years, like being loud mouth, right? I'm smoking, a, you know, smoking, smoking during the during yeah. the episode. You just had a cigarette always in his mouth. He was the loud mouth, and you know, and and people would just constantly tune in whether they hated him or loved him. They would tune in and watch him because. He was the guy that would like to stand up for like the working man, and that was the they they would consider him the voice of the working man. the blue collar is what it was. The, yeah, the I do think I think it was one of those cases like how Howard Stern was on radio and back in the eighties as well. Yeah, it's like more people listened to him because they hated him just to see what he had to say versus whatever he had to say was like. I think more people hated him and watched him yeah. than liked him and watched him. Right. I, I was a teenager, so I, it was something on TV, and I just watched him. <laughs> so, you know, if you have a Netflix subscription, you definitely catch it because it's just something, you know, an hour and a half of entertainment that you, you just will shock you because it's like this happened, and it's just like. I think I will watch it sometime this week. Yeah, it's, it's, it's enjoyable. Like I said, it's, it's one of those type of things. Like, I couldn't stop watching. They actually replayed it twice, and I watched it both times. That's oh, how okay. it was. Because wow. you know, I was like. It was it was one of those. It, just to say, it, it, you know, I I don't know how I felt about Morton Downey Jr. because that's just like sometimes I didn't agree with what he said. Right when you when you try shoving your right wing politics, when you talk politics in general, if you don't agree with it, it, it's a hard bitter pill to swallow when you're watching them. Yeah, you're like you just want to yell at the TV, go no, you, you idiot, rah rah. Yeah, and that kind of is what made him popular. I think was that people 
didn't like his opinion, and yeah. and they wanted to prove him wrong or just get in his face like he was getting everybody else's face. Right, and, and then mm-hmm. there's those, there's just those those moments, those beautiful moments of television that you would see in this documentary yeah. that just gave you like that kind of like shock and awe. And it was before like the whole like Jerry Springer type of thing. Yeah. towards the end of his career, that's how he en- ended up with is trying to getting these goofy acts basically on on his television show. Yeah, anything to push the envelope to get people to talk because he was he was definitely the kind of guy that believed bad press is good press. Yes. You know, like if people hate you, they're going to come to you. Yeah. yeah. I kind of believe that a little bit. <laughs> so I just wanted to add that as a yeah, okay. bit of material to add. So well, check I, it out. I will definitely I will definitely check it out. Ed. <laughs> you can too. <laughs> check your local listings in Netflix. <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, um if you enjoyed the program, Go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. And check out the About page so you can tell your friends where they can download their own copy of the podcast. Because even if you send a copy to your friend, we really would appreciate them downloading their own. It looks good for us, and it looks good for the people who are watching to keep us going. Yes. You know? Um, Also, too, uh, you can catch us on Twitter at Geeksters or Instagram at Geeksters Radio. You can also catch the show of tapings, like I said, besides the about section on wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. And now, anywhere in Google, download your favorite podcast podcast app and search for Google uh, for Geeksters there, and you'll find us. All right. And in the meantime, if you want to contact Ed on anything you may have read on, the pod, on, on our page or heard here on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks. And that's Erica with a K. And we'll see you next week, people. Bye. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.